you know. <laughs> you keep an Eevee on the uh, episode? Fuck it. Might as well. <laughs> Char We're is, here now. Char what is Eevee, apparently. <laughs> I could you set the up unicorn. Eevee. You got the, the Green Day shirt. What do I got? I got my Sony shirt. Oh, and by the man. way, this album, this album is trash. By the way, I just like. Why the you gotta design. say that though? Because it's the uh, it's the album why, I don't listen to that much. Why are you wearing much. shirts with trash albums? What's going on? Because it's, it has this dope ass unicorn and it says "Father of All Motherfuckers" on it. So damn, that's fair. That is fair. There goes the, mo goes the monetization. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, did you already start? Yeah, so we're live. And don't worry <laughs> oh, about it. Don't worry about it. I'm kidding. You right. guys curse you guys yeah. can do say that stuff because I don't, so it balances out. Yeah, because I was gonna ask what the language barrier was on it. So no, you're good. You're good. Look at right. have you not listened to us? Look at Char. <laughs> I have listened to you, but you know. Char got that potty mouth. <laughs> Don't go to my streams. <laughs> what am I? Ten fucking potty mouth out here? Oh man! I gotta I have, say uh, that. I need I've to do never that. Cursed in a stream before myself. <laughs> Luca, this is your first time ever on a podcast, so I mean, this is my first yeah. time on the show. Wow! Thank you so much for having Welcome. me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> How's it oh feel? How's it feel being on a on a, a podcast? I'm I'm like really nervous, honestly speaking. You'll be fine. I'm We're sure you'll do well. Yeah, thank I'm you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Wishing you the best. <laughs> it's okay. We got your back. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. We are live. Uh, those in the audience, see you guys. Appreciate it. If you guys can share, tweet, do all that good stuff, and we'll get started. Backlog episode 46. I was kind of hoping Char would take over the duties today because we were just here like, like last week, but Char... You want to you want to share with everyone what you're going through right now? I'm really tired. <laughs> tired. That's the I'm best really... way to put it. Quote unquote. I'm tired, guys. I I had some stuff to drink last night and may or may not have. I'm not hungover, honestly. It doesn't like I I don't have any like actual like the only symptom I have is that I'm tired. That's it. Like it's that's literally it. I'm not even kidding. So yeah, I had some stuff to drink, and I'm just like, y'all are gonna be talking about Returnal. I'm out. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, yeah, Returnal it's is fine. life. Is it though? We're gonna find out for some of us. <laughs> uh, Erica inspired me last night. I will say that right now. Go. Yeah, definitely. So melodic. That's who you're hearing yeah, right cool. now. Everybody uh, watching and listening. This is your first time on the podcast, Melodic Punk, and I am saying it correctly, right? I'm not going to fail this time. Uh, you want to let every this is your first time, so you want to give your intro about like who you are, you know, your content, things like that, and let them know what's up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what's up, everybody? This is Melodic Punk, and other than us being goofy and stuff during the intro, I want to thank Erica and Char for having me on been listening to you all for a while you're all or one of the shows that i listen to while i'm working third shift at work and you know it's just i like how you all do things differently especially when there's not a lot of topics you do the tier list and all that stuff so you know i appreciate being on but i basically stream on twitch i do youtube periodically not as much because youtube policies kind of suck and i also do music as well so that's just me in the nutshell yeah, I mean it's in your name, melodic punk. It definitely describes you, and you're and you're yeah. good. 
talented for sure. Yeah, in somewhat, you know, there's <laughs> <laughs> something. Damn compliment, man. <laughs> And and it's because I was talking to Keenan about this. I like I hate my speaking voice and I really hate my singing voice. So, you know, I'm yeah. You have a nice speaking voice. It's very soothing. Soothing. I've never heard that before, but thank you. It is. I mean, I think to some extent we're all different, but like we're all our biggest critics, you know, like. Yeah, that's how it is. um, Because whenever I was doing a internship, you know, any like job interview that I take, when they ask what's your biggest weakness, I always say it's perfectionist, especially doing creative stuff like live streaming on Twitch or doing YouTube or doing music or editing a video. You're seeing yourself work on something every single day. So you go from loving it all the way down to, holy crap, I do not want to release this. People are going to hate me if I release this. So you well, always got to have that person to review your work, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know about you. I love my voice, big dog. So I love it. <laughs> also, uh, just as someone who used to work in HR, answering that perfectionist is your biggest weakness is not a good answer. I just want to put that out there for you. Okay? Mm, yeah, <laughs> I figure. Because it's like, it's one of the things I've always stuck with. But yeah, that's probably one yeah. of the... It's something that they hear all the time. And it's kind of uh comes off as a cop-out because like of course they want to hear oh i'm just so you know dedicated to my work and i just want things to be perfect you know so so what what would you recommend luca like for that answer uh you you should focus on something that's actually an issue but doesn't allude to your work ethic you know Mm -hmm. doesn't make you look too bad maybe just a little nitpick like a little tiny thing yeah yes i try not to come off as arrogant i I'm never like the person that tries to sell myself. I'm like, just look at how I do things and see where it goes. Cause some no, people like they'll try to sell themselves, but you know, there's a little bit of that narcissism that people have. And that's stuff that I always try to avoid in whatever I do. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, it's nice to have you here and uh, we're, our, you know, thank you. Sorry for my long intro. <laughs> no, no, you're totally fine. Yeah. We want you to, yeah. you know, have a proper intro and then returning is you've already heard that beautiful voice. Luca is here. What's up, Luca? How you doing? Hey, what's up? Thank you so much for having me. I am looking forward to today's show. For anyone who doesn't know me, I am a very kind individual young woman who has never gotten into any sort of verbal uh, confrontation before. I'm very, uh, you know, understanding. And, you know, you can really have a conversation with me. These are all facts. That are true. So, yeah, and and your debut I, I podcast as well. I forgot to mention yes, that. I'm yeah, podcast. <laughs> After I, I just said, I'm here like returning. Exactly. Also the first podcast you've done. Listen, Luca's a, Luca's a, a, just starting out, right? And always Who's friendly, starting, always pleasant, always friendly. I have so gotta... many questions for you, Luca. <laughs> yes, I'm so we, happy we got it. <laughs> hey, if they're if we they're uh, you. if you want to let any. Uh, you know, go on the show. You got questions. Shoot, why not? <laughs> no, but you well, seem like you would be a, have a gr- a bright future in this community, and we would love to get to know you. Yeah, seems promising. <laughs> that is so kind. Thank you so much. Promising <laughs> young lady. <laughs> yes. Uh, good to have oh. you here, Luca. Uh, I reached out to you like only a couple days ago. You know how I do, Shari. You know I'm late with these things. Um, and I was like, we're always late, dude. I legit said, come help me talk shit on Returnal. 
That's how you framed it? I kind of did. I'm paraphrasing, God, but yeah. Damn. She didn't okay. say it like that. <laughs> it, it was it was in a nicer way, I guess. But at the well, time, yeah. I was kind of going through it. And melodic, I know you're yeah. going through it. So I want to hear I want to hear for, I want to hear from melodic first. Let's talk about Returnal. H how's it going? Well, before we talk about Returnal, let's let's set the mood a little bit. Let's let's get uh -oh. some magic going on uh -oh. if you allow oh, me. God. Okay, let's for see. For the this. visual Hold people, up. for the watchers on YouTube, this man has a this setup. Wi-Fi going to go off. Uh-oh. Well, it's up. struggling. <laughs> it's all Wi-Fi based. So. That alien's <laughs> looking spooky by the way. Dude, yo. Hey. Hey. Setting all the right, mood then. for all the audio hey. listeners right now Melodic is setting the mood. The lights yes. are dimming. Yes. Wow. It's kind of struggling though. It's probably struggling. <laughs> yeah. What is going on yeah. over there? Okay. That should be okay. good. Okay. All right, so I basically just been running this gimmick for Returnal cuz it's such an atmospheric game. You know, it's obviously a combination of so many of our favorite franchises or not so favorite franchises, depending on who you ask. You know, you have your Metroidvania in there. You have your third person action game. You have your roguelike and the like the style of Binding of Isaac and everything. And uh, originally going into this game, I was already hooked on based on what Sony has been showing us for like state of play and whatnot. But the problem was the price tag and the style of the game it is. Because I like roguelikes, I have a few on my Steam library, but obviously they're you gotta sink a lot of time into them to get really good at it. So the seventy dollar price tag kind of put me off a little bit until I found out that I had extra leftover PlayStation credit on the store. So I decided to play the game, and I've just been loving it ever since. Except for Bio Three, Bio Three can go straight <laughs> to hell. Those drones and Bio Three, man, oh my god! I've gotten to the boss probably like twice. And my astronauts already used. My health is already low. And it's been a struggle out here. I've been talking to Jack, Move, Johnny. I've been talking to Rand in uh, Erica's stream chat mm -hmm. just to try to get tips on how to beat the third biome. Because Erica was struggling too. And I believe Luca was struggling as well. So, Return you know. Return me quit gaming. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I want to wow. hear. I want to hear. hear. And I'm not even good at like hard games like Souls. Erica and Luca, they're the Queens of Souls games and I'm about to change I'm my over name. here and I'm, I'm just bum. you know I'm in for the challenge. Yeah, no, I I yeah, I wanted you to like focus on biome 3 like at least a tad cuz like I know when I was going through it like the beginning of the week or whatever we were kind of going back and forth. <laughs> you were going through it. <laughs> she was I mean, going through. It. I, I kind of was. I was. Biome 3 is a pain in the ass. And I saw melodic tweeting and and Jack and all, you know, we're all tweeting about it like, "Oh, what do we do? Like is this a checkpoint? Is this not?" I was freaking out, especially when the yeah. problems were happening with the patch which happened on Wednesday. Yeah. And we're going to talk about those, but I first want to ask Luca, what, what's going on, girl? What's up with Returnal? How you feeling? All right. So I've been enjoying my time in Returnal. You know, if um, being tortured is something that people enjoy, you know what I mean? Uh, I think that my biggest frustrations come from Biome 3 and the fact that my game crashed when I was trying to get my health together and my astronaut and all that stuff. I've reached the boss three times and I've gotten the boss to the final health bar with a slither, slither, sliver, slither of health, uh, like tw twice out of those three times only to just die. I'm just like, all right, honestly speaking, those 
those uh, ships that look like something from Star Wars that just spin at you oh, and they shoot those rockets yes. at you. Yes. They are very Those awful. drones, dude. Like, they're, they're real bad. And I can go from having, like, a nice big health bar, having my astronaut, having my health packs, to just being gone. Because they just hit so hard. And there's so many of them, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I've been really struggling to get through it. And honestly speaking, after failing those two times, because I, I did it today, right? Like, I played it today. And failing those two times... I was just kind of like, okay. And I did it a third time and then the game crashed. And I was like, yeah, I hit up the person who got me the game. And I was like, I've decided that I'm done with this. I'm goodbye. Uh, and he was just like, okay, Luca, just wait for a patch. I'm like, I've waited for a patch, man. And then I was talking to uh, my game share partner and um, slow-mo about it. And I was just like, I, I just, I don't understand how you can have a game like this and have these crashes and it'd still be okay with people. You know what I mean? Like, the Housemark Twitter account tweeted out someone who lost all their data, mm -hmm. and then they, they went through the game again, and they, you know, they persevered, and good for them. Like, that's awesome. But they were doing it like, oh, well, look, something good comes from it. And I'm just like, fix, fix yeah, your game. Yeah, they tried to flex. Fix game. $70? Yeah. yeah, man. They try to flex that, like, oh, look at this feel good story over here. And everyone's just like, what the freak? <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't want any feel good stories from y'all. Like, please fix your game. This wouldn't be an issue. On, okay. I don't mind that it doesn't have a save point. My issue is it not having a save point and then like me getting glitched out with the button prompts. I can't press anything. So I have to restart. And then also the game crashing on me. I'm just like, okay. And I've had more issues since they've started to attempt to fix it than anything. Mm. You know? So it's been um it's been quite the experience for me. And honestly speaking, it's just it's been so depressing that it's kind of been killing my vibe in regards to gaming. I don't even Damn. really want to play anything like every time something's about to come out i have like this fear in the back of my mind like oh is this game going to be broken is this going to be a problem you know the, the outrider situation that had so many problems and then cyberpunk being the biggest one it's just and now with returnal though the issues don't seem as widespread they're still it's pretty still, devastating yeah. depending on the person it it hits you know what i mean and what happens with them so it's just been kind of bummy and i uh I'm exhausted with the back and forth with people who are just like, get over it. And I'm just like, I don't want to get over it. Okay. And, um, <laughs> you know, Melodic, uh, you say $70 is too much. What would have been a good price point for you? I was initially saying that $70 was too much just because of, you know, just it being a roguelike in general. I think 50, I mean, you could probably do 60. 50 would probably be the base amount, but going into the game and actually playing it and knowing how addictive the gameplay is, I would say it kind of fits that price point, but when you bring in the issues of glitches, people are losing save files, random updates that are just killing everybody's run, it makes me wonder, why are we paying $70 for games when they're still coming out with all these bugs and issues? Now, granted, a few glitches or bugs here and there wouldn't be a problem, but this is not the game to have those. Because yeah. anything that wrecks your save, you're gone. You're back at the beginning. That's true. Yeah, the whole and, starting over. It's just yeah, crazy. and I, I would also like to point out that I've had several people say to me, Luca, it's a good thing the games are $70. Just accept it because games are supposed to... BS. 
just have more quality. And yeah. I was just like, what is an yeah. extra ten dollars supposed to do? <laughs> you know, like what are you talking right. about? Well, even I, you, I like. I was just gonna go say, ahead. even Luca, you were tweeting about like, why don't you use the extra ten dollars to like test these damn games? <laughs> right yeah. on the money. I was about to say that. Eric. Mm-hmm. It's uh, just funny that that's you know what's this exactly? What's this extra ten for? It seems like it's making it's, it worse. Yeah, it's um. Like I've spoken about this multiple times. There's absolutely no reason why they should have raised the price of the games. They're just trying to uh, get more out of us. And considering how profitable the gaming space is, games don't need to be seventy dollars. Now, is a seventy dollar price point a problem for me? No, it's just ten dollars. Like, dude, I'm, I'm already yeah. gonna buy the game. But like, it, it games don't need to be seventy dollars. They're just doing it because they want extra money because they're greedy. You know? Yeah, yeah. Sony baby. So mm-hmm. it's not just them. I know. It's not just them. So yeah, I mean. But that is what people think sometimes when it comes to like, well, why aren't people more upset about this? Oh, because it's Sony. You know, that's kind of like the the debate or the console war side of it. People are going to buy it regardless. Yeah, but as far as forgiving it, you know what I mean? I think, um, well, for me, like I said, it's just $10, but we all have different uh, price points. So I was having a conversation with someone about this and he was like, would you be okay with 80? I'm like, no. Damn. And he's like, well, would you be okay with 90? I'm like, no. And it's like, $10 is different from an extra 20. It's different yeah. from an extra 30, you know? So it's like, and this is, you know, we're having a very American-centric conversation. It's more in other countries. Yes. Shout out Hi, to the Canadians. Hello. Yeah. It's so much. <laughs> yes. Can I just say, gaming has been so expensive for us, like, especially, like, Australia, too. I think it's really expensive mm-hmm. down there as well. It's like, you guys are like, oh, $70. I hope you realize that that game is like 80 to $85 Canadian. Um, so yeah, no, a lot of the games, That's I think that's partially why I stopped buying games new is when that, that like price range like went up from like PS3 to PS4 is like when I like started like slow down buying games because it was just, it was, it was starting to get a little bit too much for what I was like, th- what I thought they were worth, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously now it's like, I I don't necessarily bat an eye, but I do like still kind of like eye the price. Like, oh man, it's that much. Like, you know, I'll still buy it, but it's like it's it's fucking yeah. No, <laughs> that That's shit's brutal. expensive. Yeah. So I, yeah, I can imagine. I mean, just it's just you see that number. Sheesh. It's yeah. especially devastating given how so many titles have released having issues, mm-hmm. and um, you know, Slomo. Yeah. Me and like I said, me and Slomo were talking about this earlier. And he was just like, you know, you have to focus on the individual games. You can't lump them all together. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, I understand what you're saying, but the last three games I've been interested in have all had bugs. And then the one game out of out of the four that wasn't a problem, Persona 5 Strikers. Yeah, it's been great. But like, those are not good odds. Three out of four having bugs and crashes. Like, that's not okay in any way whatsoever. It's like, you know, like I said, I talked to my game share partner. I was like, big dog. I don't know about this Mass Effect, man. I don't know. I like. I feel like it's going to release and it's going to have bugs or something. It's freaking me out. He's just like, okay, we don't have to get it day one. I'm like, all right. So I'm not getting it day one because I don't trust these guys. And it's like, I know this is just a back compact game. I mean, it's not Mass Effect had issues in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, I just don't trust Bioware to release something that works at this point. It's freaking Bioware. And uh, Andromeda. Yeah. 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 Well, like um, going into that conversation about $70 games, thank God select people in this community like to focus on their backlogs. See what I'm doing right here. Uh-huh. Um, same here as well. <laughs> um, and just, you know, 
the beginning of the year it's been so sparse when it comes to when it comes to like releasing brand new titles because of the pandemic and whatnot so i've just been going back to older games not only because you know I, i'm the type of person that used to like buy a lot of stuff on sale and then just let it sit there and you know now with games being 70 dollars, you can't really do that or else you're just wasting a lot of money so i've just been focusing on backlogs and then say okay ratchet and clank's coming out in june i'm definitely buying that resident evil we're gonna hold off on that and then returnal for other people they may want to wait to go get it on sale and whatnot and yeah it just with cyberpunk i knew that the, that game was going to come out with all sorts of issues because of just how much hype was surrounding it and how many times that game got delayed i was talking to a few other people before um i'm sure you all know the game duke nukem forever that game took 14 years in development just all sorts of you know you know they we were trying to pack the game with a bunch of features and it ended up screwing them over in the end because they released an outdated buggy mess. Cyberpunk's the modern day example of that. And we're expected to pay $70 for a game that's barely functional. No, thank you. I'd rather focus on what I already have and then just pick up the game when it's cheaper and when all the bugs are addressed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but you, you, you know, you're kind of part of the group that, you're in the know, you know, your ears to the ground. And so a yeah. lot of these, you know, the casuals that just want something new, they're going to maybe and just take the bait, you know, if they're going to get their few, money. I'll make a few like exceptions here and there. Um, Love them or hate them. Shout out to Nintendo, because every time I picked up a <laughs> game for the Switch, I've had zero issues with it. Like it's playable from start to finish. Super yeah. Mario Odyssey was a perfect experience from beginning to end. Yeah, it's not the best 3D Mario game, but it's functional. Breath of the Wild had like a few like FPS drops when you're playing in uh, in docked mode, but that game was functional from start to end. Sony, Sony's typically from what I've experienced with PS4, they were pretty good about it. I was able to play God of War start to finish. And of course, all the patches for that game added stuff like photo mode and just all the extra stuff that goes on in there. So if these two companies can do it, then there's no excuse. You just gotta, sometimes you just gotta release stuff by your deadline and if you have to delay try not to delay it to add more stuff to the game delay it so you can give your developers more time, more time. to yeah you know fine-tune everything mm -hmm. totally agree yeah as much as you know crap i give nintendo and then with their delays and how long they take like metroid i mean we, i make jokes oh that's not coming out for like 10 years or something oh that game's non-existent right now that's what we feel because they're known for taking their time at the end of the day, it's like, yes, they do put out a finished product that's polished. It doesn't have game ending uh, bugs, things like that. So give, you know, Nintendo deserves credit with, for that, for sure. Yeah, when Breath of the Wild came out, like, as soon as I played that game, like after such a like a long three year wait, it was all worth it, at least for that initial experience before we started nitpicking at certain things. But yeah, yeah of course of course we don't want to get into that we'll be here forever <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah just real quick though, about right back to returnal um like i said on wednesday when the patch released and this patch was supposed to fix the door glitch because uh, people were not able to get through certain doors um i think it was going to change the healing uh thing right melodic mm. going into yeah. the uh the ship to heal it over and over they actually took that out for a minute because yeah, because I, I was ahead. playing it as soon as that. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. Um, I was playing it as soon as the uh, update came out, 
and I tried to go in the Helios to grind for resin to upgrade my integrity. And I'm like, wait, I can only do this one time. Mm -hmm. This sucks because yeah. now I got to actually play the game the right way. But because yeah. it's not like you can do this in the other biomes. So right, right. And that happened to me, but too, because I, I played in the morning. Right. I was recovering from my um, vaccine shot. I had the second vaccine. So I was a little out of it. Yeah. I stayed, I stayed from work. I stayed home from work and I was like, I'm going to play Returnal all day. Right. On Wednesday. Nope. nope, I couldn't get through the doors. Um, that was happening. And it's funny because before that, I i mean, we talked about Returnal last week, Char. I didn't really have issues mm -hmm. like at all like that. Right. So yeah. I went from non-existent issues to like, wow, I can't even get through these doors. And it happened multiple times, even when I switched the suit. Because, you know, they said, oh, it's the, it's the DLC suit that's causing it. It's like, OK, well, yeah. let me switch. I start my PS5 over. It still was happening. I'm like, this is broken. So I wait for the patch at noon. I wait a couple hours. I'm like, I'll play near because I still have near replicant, which is awesome as well, by the way. And that looks fun. Good game. So I'm playing it, having a good time. Like, all right, let's try Returnal. It's noon. I noticed, yeah, I couldn't heal anymore in the in the ship. The the one time I actually start to try doing that, I'm like, oh, it's not working. It's like that's interesting. So I'm playing, right? I'm going through my run. I'm getting pretty far. I'm in biome three doing my thing. Next thing I know, I'm getting DMs. Erica, it, the patch is broken. They're taking, the, they're taking it back. People are losing their saves. I'm like, what? So I start panicking. <laughs> I was like, in the middle of a run too. I was yeah, there Yeah, you too. You. And we're both probably <laughs> knee deep in, in biome three, freaking out, ch getting chased by robots, right? And now yeah. we know that we could lose our save. I'm freaking out. So thankfully, I made it to like that quote unquote checkpoint with the, you know, the bridge, the bridge. or whatever. And I'm like, OK, and I died um, later on. I'm like, OK, I'm, I'm tweeting everybody like Jack, people on the actual returnal um, tweets, official housemark tweets. I'm like, am I OK? <laughs> yeah, I saw your tweets just going up everywhere, dude. I was cackling. I'm like, man, she's really going through it right I now. Was, yeah, listen, Luca, I had just been through it with the, the vaccine. Like I said, I had a fever. I was going wild the day before, like out of it. I'm finally like recuperating or whatever. The, I can't think of the words right now. I am freaking out. <laughs> so that was my day on Wednesday, just following this patch and what is going on and reading the tweets. And I swear that housemark tweet when they said, hey, don't play no more, wait for the patch. It was like half and half, like half of them were saying their saves are gone. And the other half were like, thanks, housemark for letting us know. So it was very, it was very interesting. Like the whole, um, how do I say it? Like the polarizing comments and the polarizing thoughts on this game. I feel like mm. it's just so strong for this game. Oh yeah, I was, uh, I was definitely talking smack. Which, you know, <laughs> I was talking smack too. Like hence my comments about them spent using the extra money for a uh, QA testers. But yeah. on the official Twitter, I was like, thanks for letting us know. You know, yeah. I don't, uh, I don't believe in being rude on social media to these accounts so i i'm not of course you know? of course yeah i'm not saying yeah. like be toxic or anything like that but some people were like because i think some were saying like i want a refund or this is horrible they had people yeah. who were defending it like no it's not Ugh, and, you know, it was those kind yeah that kind of stuff going on so that's what sony I'm don't to. give refunds either like once oh, you download no. it they they don't work with you right right yeah. so, so it was it was an eventful day i basically couldn't play that whole day even though i was off from work i was no, I actually salty. deleted my game and reinstalled it like they said to do. And I'm, 
I was able to revert back to the old patch by doing that just to try to get another run going in. But I've been kind of experiencing some of the smaller glitches as well. Like the door glitch in the beginning area got me. Um, I was missing button prompts to get into the ship. Um, you know, switched over to the default costume. So like every time I've had issues, it's only in the like the starting areas and they're like few and far between. But my heart's out to everybody who's like will be in the middle of a really intense run and then all of a sudden they're floating in the sky or, you know, mm -hmm. they can't open anything or pick up an item because even though we're having a good time with the game, some of us aren't having a lot of problems. We got to acknowledge the bigger picture of it of saying, yo, some people are having a problem with this game. And I can tell you just based off impressions, I'm not doing a review because I haven't beaten the game yet. But based off impressions, wait, 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 time out. You're not going to review without beating wow. the game. Wow. Oh no, I'm, I just said impressions. Are you? I'm not done with the game because are you serious? Hell. Okay, continue. Well, I want to ask about so anyways, that later. Just <laughs> giving giving my impressions overall. Okay. It really went from a nine out of ten to an eight out of ten just because I'm not experiencing the issues. I can't ignore the problem that everybody else is having. Is what I was trying to say. Yeah. So. You know, it kind of spoils your initial impressions, you know, and mm -hmm. it, honestly, they I might have a different opinion once I actually beat the game and give a proper review of it. So. Got you. Yeah, yeah. that that happens. Um, Like I said, I was going through it <laughs> and biome <laughs> I'm three, going through it, boo. it's OK. I was <laughs> legit sitting here thinking, like, I wish this was not roguelike, man. I was just so like, come on, they could they had to do it this way. I went to bed just so freaking down. Yeah. And then yesterday happened. And now I'm like, this game is awesome. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> she missed one fucking biome. She's like, no, Char. Two. The third biome put me on two. life. Oh, yeah, no, I know you beat two. I know you beat I was, two. I was, so, I was, was feeling Kenan it. Came, Kenan came through and told me that you beat two. Oh, Kenan. He's so proud of me. I appreciate that. He is. <laughs> No, the but I, you know, I had a good tonight. good night with it, <laughs> and and it was fine. It, whoops, it was my I'm all falling over here. It was fine. I had um, no issues, like as far as game breaking stuff. Um, so I'm back. I'm, I'm happy yeah. you were able to get through it. Like you know, honestly, seeing you say, "Hey, I beat this earlier today," I was like, "Oh, I want to play." But then that also led to me saying, "I'm done with gaming for real." Mm. So I gotta ask mm. Luca because we're we're considered mm. like the Souls queens. I get called that all the time. I know you're called that all the time. Self-proclaimed uh, the Ashen One, right? The Ashen yes. Luca. How does it feel to like die this much in Returnal? Like, are you? Quite, I I know I know you've tweeted about it, but I kind of want you to put it into words. Like here, like. Are you questioning your gaming abilities playing this game? Like, how is it making you feel knowing that you mastered the Souls series and games like that, but on this one, it's just like ripping you apart? Like, what's what's going on in that brain? Well, the thing about this game is that you just can't make any mistakes, you know? Yeah. And that's True. the most stressful part of it. Like, it's not necessarily difficult other than that. You can't make any mistakes because health is limited. Uh, you know, enemies hit really hard, especially depending you could be having a good run and it can be gone in a matter of seconds. So also it takes forever to, to get back to the boss after you, you die. And the bosses aren't necessarily difficult either. It's just kind of like that stress, that added stress of, I need to do this this time because if I don't, I have to go through all of that again. That adds to it. No, I was playing earlier today. I'm just like, wow, I really am just trash. Because like <laughs> the way I feel about it is like, if I am having troubles with a game 
that's difficult. I'm always looking to myself like, I am the problem here. I can't get it. This is me. I need to be better. And if I can't be better, then I'm just trash, you know? So, I mean, it really did get to me, which is why I haven't spoken about my feelings about the game publicly, because as it stands right now, I, I've been working on my anger issues and I feel with age, I've gotten so much better at controlling myself. But I know if I put out a tweet saying I'm having problems and someone told me to get good or someone says it's actually not that hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the fit I will throw will be mm -hmm. monumental. And I'm just like, I don't need that kind of stress for myself. So I've just been avoiding talking about it. Like I said, I talked to my buddy Lino about it and I let him know how I uh, feel about it. He's been very supportive. And um, I do think I can beat the game, but I just need to uh, take breaks while playing or else I'm yeah. going to. <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to add out. to that. Um, this is a game where you really have to like dedicate at least two hours to get a proper run going in because of the amount of grinding that you have to allow yourself to do to get to places like Biome 3, especially. And just going through the first two biomes alone can take like an hour and a half. And then you're having to do the other biome carefully. And then you're having to take time on the boss fight. This is why I call this one of my weekend games where, because like I work third shift. So whenever I get up, I'm, time is ticking. I got to get everything done in real life before I go into work. So this is one of those games where it's like, okay, it's Saturday night. I have nothing going on. You know, let me just walk into Returnal. So I get to where like some people want like a proper save feature and all that. In my opinion, this is how the game is. It's very upfront about it. There is rest mode. The only thing I don't like about it is just how it uses the auto updates, you know, in yeah. terms of like wrecking your runs and whatnot. It's it's on us to turn those off. And I did do that. Yeah. Because I think they did do another patch last night, right? Or this today, this morning that yeah. went through. I forgot so. to do it. <laughs> Yeah, mine I think is still I off. So I'm in the middle of my run still from last night. I'm still going. So hopefully uh, mine's okay. I haven't checked. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I totally get where people are coming from. Like if they say this is not for them. I mean, this game's not for everyone. That's uh, yeah. yeah, obvious. Not every game has to be for everybody. Yeah, so. it, that's obvious. So once you, like for me, I, yeah, I struggled with that too. Like, oh, like why does it have to, like I said earlier, why does it have to start over? Why do they have to do it like this? But then once you kind of understand, okay, yeah, this is what it is. And I have to grind. It's worth it because I mean, I had a good time last night. It made it worth it to do all that, all that grinding took, like you said, like an hour and a half. It took me that yeah. maybe two hours, I think. And then it was like on to that biome and then, okay, the boss fight. And I'm in my head, I'm thinking if I don't beat it right now, <laughs> what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to feel? It's like, it goes through my mind. And I had Rand in the chat. Shout out to Rand. Blame Rand. He he was good luck, I guess, because he was giving me some tips and like showing support. And I've I've been lucky. I've had a chat that's supportive and like doesn't tell me get good and things like that. And even on Twitter, I've been pretty lucky as far as that goes. I'm really happy for you. That's great. <laughs> if, if somebody tells me to get good at a game, I'm just going to ask them to pull up the receipts. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I don't play internet games like that. I'm kind of surprised I don't because people know me for like playing souls and stuff. And yeah, and that's the term. That's where it comes from. Like get good. And yeah, but surprisingly, no, I've been pretty lucky, I guess. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> good at souls games. Game compared yeah. to very, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah, very different. But yeah, I think it's very annoying as to like, I mean, it's not really that annoying, but people have been like, you're really struggling with it. You play Dark Souls. I'm like, I can keep my weapons but, in dark souls like, right yeah, yeah. You exactly gotta, you gotta go in thinking 
you're playing this as a roguelike and then on top of that if you're enjoying things of aspects of metroidvanias where you're going back and forth into different rooms using items and areas you couldn't access before you got to take that into consideration also it's not just about fighting the enemies and beating the bosses because the bosses themselves aren't that hard it's the journey to get to the boss that's difficult yeah. and course. it's like this is my first time playing this kind of game in recent shut up t-rock so you know i, <laughs> I see um, you you know I, like erica do you feel like there's this added pressure to excel at the game or at least beat it because people are like don't you guys play hard games especially more uh, so if you, if you played more a than little, i have a little bit yeah even rand was kind of jokingly saying come on erica you beat sekiro you beat this you beat that and and i know he's meaning it i was like you can do this but yeah i do feel like if anything that's what i do get like come on erica you can, yeah. well, it's you, what, what's going on, you know, kind of thing. And I even Come say on. it to myself, I'm thinking like, I'm known for playing hard games. You know, I've beaten games like Fury, I've beaten games mm. like, like a, Cuphead. You know, Cuphead, Sekiro, like I love that challenge. And it's so, uh, the euphoria, you know, when you do it, when you beat these bosses and stuff. So I'm known for like flexing on that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's like an added pressure even from myself because I'm mm. trying to deliver what I claim to be or what i what i try to provide as content you know so Listen, yeah I, I i mind my business okay i've never <laughs> once said i'm good at games thanks very much uh i just happen to enjoy the souls titles i play them for fun right uh, not because of the challenge i just think it's a lot yeah. of fun for me personally because that's gaming at the end yeah. of the day it's whatever experience you make it so it should be fun if you're not having fun then you know what's the point yeah and the euphoria yeah. you're talking about erica it's there's nothing quite like it than defeating a challenge but you know this is this is a very different game i i did joke on twitter i was like i'm gonna have Rand lives 30 minutes away from me and i uh i ran Rand through demon souls in like seven hours and I so i was just yeah i was just kind of like yeah Rand, go ahead and come through big dog and just beat the game for me i'm done <laughs> so that's been um that's been fun like overall it's been very cool to see people you know, actually talking about a game and an experience in a relatively positive way. It's been cool to see people come together. And I'm very proud of those who were able to beat the game in, in such a short time. I'm just like, wow, uh, you guys, like, because I'm only playing when I have time. And I'm yeah. also, I'm not doing the rest mode thing. Like, I, I'm playing it in one sitting. Or I don't do it either because I'm, so. I'm too paranoid about power going out or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I, I've been doing it. It's been fine so far. I don't want to jinx it, but yeah, it's. No, I, I feel worry. you for not wanting to. I, I understand for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Great game when it works. So definitely. Mm -hmm. Um. Definitely. I talked about it last week, but it, there's so much going right with this game, like the atmosphere, the the sound design, things like that. It's just beautiful. The Metroidvania stuff. I know melodic. You you relate. Like yes. you love that stuff. It's I awesome. love it. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night game of the year from 2019 it's i love being able to go explore this is why i love genres like zelda or series like zelda because i love the exploration factor figuring out what item can i use to go through certain obstacle to get to you know the boss and whatnot right. but you know i appreciate games that allow you to explore the world and you know just experience it yep exactly so that's whoops that's pretty much our thoughts on returnal week two We'll see what happens 
next just, next just episode keep, I guess. just keep calm <laughs> everybody's struggling with me just keep calm and be hip to the groove be hip oh to yeah the shout groove. out y'all uh streaming your stuff it couldn't be me it couldn't man, be me. i would <laughs> love i would love to see you stream it yeah just, man there's just no way is, is that because you just don't want to have the pressure or is it like you don't want to Bruh, it's stressful though right like yeah yeah it's uh it seems like i uh i did like a stream of demon souls and that was i mean it was a, it was a lot of fun don't get me yeah. wrong but i i died so so many times now people said that they enjoyed it because the different curses i was coming up with and the different <laughs> sentences i was stringing together but i was just like yeah i would rather play at my own pace where it's peaceful and then like uh once i have a handle on it i'll i'm happy to uh go through it and just try and help other people out because that's what i did for uh demon souls on my third playthrough i was just kind of like um okay so you should do this and this and this and you need this and this and i like helping people with these kinds of games because i am definitely not one who subscribes to the get good mentality i think it's very um it's very gatekeepy and uh, i don't toxic really have as fuck yes yeah. very toxic as well Stupid. and the souls the souls community has a very bad reputation for being like that but I want to bring more people into the genre. I want more people to play it and enjoy it. So I have more people to talk to about it. And uh, I personally just, I don't like that kind of mentality. I think it's gross. And I also don't particularly like when people say, well, I did this and I did this. And I'm like, I'm not you. Am I you? The best. Like, who are you? The best I just gamers. ignore those people. Fuck yeah. them. Like, I just ignore them. Pardon my you know, language. I, uh, you know, like I said, I am very much someone who will tell someone that... Your parents lied to you when they said that your opinion matters to everyone. Damn. It so keep it to yourself. <laughs> Love it. So, Shar, you think it's like pressure and melodic? Do you guys get pressured like for doing certain games? Do you feel the same or is it like um, different? I mean, I don't because I don't play hard games on stream. Oh, true. Whatever. True. <laughs> but that's just, that's just the, you know, the genres I like. Come on. Um, <laughs> But if I was playing that kind of stuff, it's like, yeah, I mean, there's there is an ad added sense of like, I need to be not good, I guess, but I need to be on a certain level to make this entertaining, I guess. Right. Whereas like if I'm by my like, like for my game specifically, I don't like to grind on stream because I think it's boring to watch me yeah. fight the same fucking monsters 10 times in a row in like an hour, you know, like it, it's that kind of stuff where it's like I... For specifically streaming, I do like to think of what I would like to see, and maybe for some people it's people being good at the game. Maybe for some people it's people being bad at the game. Um, I know my genre is not exactly the same as this, but there is some kind of like added like level that you you know that you do think about when you're streaming that you might not be conscious of necessarily. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. How about you, Melodic? You get that pressure? Because you've been streaming Returnal. You've yeah, been, I've you've been, been doing good Returnal. too. Like, you've beaten a boss on stream, right? You did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mainly streamed it because shout out to Flamesir. He told me to, or <laughs> else he wasn't oh, going to be Flamesir. my money anymore. No, he just requested it. And I was legit interested in playing the game live and whatnot. So it was good for me just to be able to go in and just say, hey, this is my first time playing. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So you're just going to have to ride the train with me and you know we'll see where it goes but certain games like if i also go and stream like a bloodborne or demon souls or dark souls or 
whatnot. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I just have to go in with the expectation of, hey, people are going to tell you how to do certain things. And you just, if you're going to go in with people backseating, make sure there's a backseating rule or just expect the unexpected because you don't know what people are going to come in and try to do. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's video games. So it's like, I, I'm going to play the way I want to play as long as it, the, it's going to go towards the progress of beating said game, mm -hmm. you know, if that makes sense. Because like, I know whenever any, like the one time I decided to uh, produce a song on stream, for example, I went in saying, hey, somebody's probably going to try to backseat produce and you just got to mentally prepare that and just say some people are either going to troll or they're going to give you legit criticism. You just got to be mature about it. You know, it's going to happen no matter what. Yeah, you don't want to let it get to you to the point where it's like it ruins your stream for yeah. you, for you. You know, if he, they could yeah. take off because they're mad, let them go. As long as you stay mentally just on it, you'd be fine. I because yeah, I, I yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I personally, um, I like streaming for the fact that like, I feel like it helps me with these bosses and like getting through yeah. because it keeps me calmer. Obviously, I'm not going to want to rage on camera. Uh, you know what I mean? What about... What, huh. what about when no one told you that you had to kill that enemy at top? They let they let you kill that boss three times in a row. Wait, wait, wait. Which game was this again? Uh, Demon Souls. Oh, Demon Souls. Idol. Yeah, there's times. Okay. There's times where it's like backseating. And then there's times when it's the total opposite where they purposefully won't tell you information because they want to see you <laughs> yeah. struggle or they want to see you mess up. Demon Souls has an has a boss where it's like you got to kill something first before the main boss, and I didn't know that. <laughs> so I'm going through like the thing over and over, cycling through. It's like Returnal, uh, you know, before Returnal, and I'm like, what the heck's going on? And I finally the chat's like, oh, by the way, Erica, uh, you're supposed to kill this first. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? So so it's like you're gonna get it all over the spectrum. Like people who won't say anything, like Luca, like they won't tell you your mic is messed up or they won't tell you your audio is messed mm -hmm. up or something in the game, or they say too much and it's like you gotta be prepared for like all yeah, of it. Yeah, you just gotta mentally prepare for it no matter what game <sighs> yeah. you're playing or whatever you're doing on stream. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's um I'll I'll use uh, Sekiro as a example, like for me. I asked people, I was like, do you guys have any general tips for me? Because I played the game a year after everyone else, right? No one wanted to give me any advice. Everyone's just like, get good, whatever. As soon as I start posting me killing these bosses, you know, Luca, you could try it. The, the, the boss is dead. <laughs> oh my God. The I love that. I love when so people do why that. Oh, people are just being smart asses. Like, I, I don't want to hear it. The <laughs> boss is already dead. And also, your chat was wrong to not tell you. Because I would have told you, but I had to go to bed. So, that sucks, dude. But it, they also, like if you're paying attention and talking to npcs they tell you that she resurrects so that's the thing too when i'm streaming sometimes i'm like halfway you paying attention read. you don't read when you're streaming sure. what yeah, is that? especially when you're in the moment yeah you're in the no, moment that, or or i'm talking to chat or something yeah. you know like there's i mean it's tough sometimes i wait, don't pay attention up. wait you talk you talk to chat Oh my God! Let's not do this. <laughs> Speaking of chat, Keenan, did we we didn't read the super chat yet? Did we? I don't think we did. No. Uh, Keenan, thank you so much. Said, forget this, man. I'm gonna go play Pokemon Snap and to recover. So hey. I don't know. Was he out with you last Pokemon night? Snap what happened? Probably works. He was talking about when we were talking about Returnal stuff. I think. Gosh. Oh, to recover. Yeah, he's playing. Um, yeah. They're playing Returnal playing as both. well. Yeah, crazy. Um, That's messed up, dude. The whole stream thing. Yeah, it's, it's a trip. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, well. Luca, you brought up the whole thing. Like, you beat a boss, 
and then they tell you what you could have did. It's like, dude, the boss is dead. I've had, listen, I've had a boss fight in Neo. I had it on YouTube. Oh. Beat it first try. There's comments oh, no. in there. How come you didn't do this? How come you, oh, well, you, you're fighting it weird. You're doing, I'm like, dude, I beat it the first attempt. Fighting it weird. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it, or I, it even had like dislikes on it. I'm like, what the heck? You guys mad? Sometimes What's you good? You know what it is? You know what it is? They're mad. Mm. I did it the way I did because in, in their, yeah, I bet right. you their playthrough, they went through it. Like they used all their items. They did all this extra stuff. And I just went in there and whooped ass and they're like pissed off. I think that's what it is. Yep. Like that's probably yeah, what happened to um, you too, Luca. Mad gamers stay mad. <laughs> but like I said, I was just like in a state of disbelief. I was like, I know y'all didn't c tell me to get good when I was asking for help only to come through after I beat these bosses. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? Like yeah. what is happening here? I I call people out on it too. I'm like I don't don't speak to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. I think I think it really is like a like a jealousy or some kind of like how how did she do it? She didn't even get our help. What? You know, and they got to criticize it or something. It's weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Um, but I do want us to get to this topic about the journos because they're going they're they're still oh, no. they're still going no. wild. Last week, favorite topic. Yeah, right? Last week we talked about, oh gosh, what was her name? Dia? Dia yep. Lucina. Yeah, we talked about her and her meltdown on Twitter and saying, um, gosh, what was she saying about Returnal? She's Republicans referring... and Democrats <laughs> and xenophobia. <laughs> that, that happened, then it was the whole meltdown about Colin. And, okay, so that was last week. Now... <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> oh, now we got... Uh, <sighs> journalist Mark saying Diver. this Mark mike Diver. mike diver it's on oh the screen oh he tweets this This is the whitest dude okay sorry <laughs> whoa whoa okay so <laughs> he mike reached diver, dude. damn His name what oh, the, the name. hell i think it's i think it's a cool name like mike diver Dive, diver is a cool name if you you know it's almost like MacGyver. like diving MacGyver, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like yeah it does sure. sound like macgyver Right? That's why I liked it. I was like, oh, that's cool. So. Yeah, that's he not probably, bad. He's probably not cool enough to notice that himself, though. Oh, he's <laughs> not He's not self-aware for that, Luca? Come on. Okay, so <laughs> uh, his tweet says this. Reminder that you don't need to be good at games to write about them or stream them or even make them. You don't need to finish a game to review it, to publish an opinion, and score. Most of the time, we don't get the time. So thoughts on he this? He had us. He had us in the first half. Not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be what a lot of um, opinions are. Hey, the, I agree with the first part, but the second part. Mm -mm. So how you guys? How are we all feeling about this? Well, the way I feel about it is that you know, first of all, these gaming journalists are deliberately antagonistic on social media and mm -hmm. in their articles because they know. The reaction that they're going to get from gamers like it's not like they're new they've seen what happens whenever a games journal comes out with a opinion that isn't um kosher so it's like he came through and i do agree with his first part i mean you don't need to be good at games to talk about them it's whatever right but like in my opinion if you don't beat a game i don't necessarily want to hear your viewpoint on it especially in a review format and it's like Take, for instance, there's there's several games in which you're playing through it. Maybe you're having a real bad time. Or maybe you're having a real good time. But then the second half flips everything on its head. 
And it's like, if you had only played the first couple of hours, you wouldn't know that this change and this drastic mm-hmm. switch up had happened. And so it's mm-hmm. like your review is it's superficial. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like I just have I don't have any respect for these guys. You know, they're like, we have so many games to review and it's a lot of work and all this stuff. And I'm like, you know, when Colin put out his point and I hadn't even considered it from his angle when he was talking about the blue collar, white collar job. And he's he's right, you know, because like I've and I've noticed in my white collar jobs that I do less work and get paid more in comparison. And it's unfortunate because there's people who are working very hard to provide for themselves and their family and getting paid pennies compared to those journals who are just on Twitter with their check marks complaining to complain. And it's gross. And what was particularly funny about this entire situation is that Colin did reach out to Mike Diver and he was just like, do you want to come on? He was I like, saw that. Mike's, Mike was like, no. <laughs> I, think he's, oh my I think he said it, it like, like, no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. And then, no thanks. Like, when Colin was asking for further clarification, Mike Diver just completely ignored him. And I was just cackling. I'm like, no, Colin's definitely going to roast this guy. I can feel it in my bones. But it's like, you could just see, like, he just doesn't mess with Colin. He doesn't, like, you know, he doesn't want to talk to him. And that was just so clear in that interaction. And it's like, they're just so sanctimonious and just so condescending and so annoying. They really just think that they're better than us and they they hate us. Mm-hmm. And it's just ridiculous because it's like, maybe if you guys weren't trash, mm. we wouldn't hate you. <laughs> mm. It's that simple, you know? Like, yeah. stop no, your garbage, you know? I actually yeah. do want to play Colin's uh, message. He does have a tweet where... He addresses this about the blue collar, white collar thing. So I'm going to play that. You you guys on the panel won't hear it, but for the viewers, <clears throat> listeners will hear it. So just give it a, you know, about a minute. I'm going to play right now. People are so flippant about what this stuff really means and the effect it has on other people and are so lazy. I don't understand when laziness became a virtue. When did laziness become a virtue? Oh, I got to play a video game. Well, you know what? Some people have to go to the fucking steel factory, the steel mill. You know, some people have to go sit at a at, at a convenience store for 12 hours and get treated like shit or stock shelves. Shut up. I am so sick of it. I have worked blue collar jobs and I have worked white collar jobs. And I would never want to go back to the blue collar jobs. I'm proud that I worked them. Some of the finest people I ever knew I worked at those jobs and taught me a lot about myself and a lot about work ethic. But somehow when you get into the white collar industries, you start getting a lot of bitching and whining. If you don't want to play video games and don't write about them, then get out. Get out. Mm. I feel like. So, yeah, I pretty much said right there at the end, and I should have sent this to you, Char. I don't know if you have it or not. It's on Colin Moriarty's. uh, No, I think, yeah, on his Twitter. Um, If you don't want to write write about games, you're bitching and moaning, get out. Basically, like, this right. is what he said. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's especially sickening to me because as someone who has dealt with all kinds of verbal harassment on social media, which is why I don't put uh, gender or race indicators in my profile because I don't want people switching to those kinds of insults when we're going back and forth, if I can help it, that is. I personally, as as someone who grew up in between the era of having the internet and not having it the whole being bullied online thing is something that is just 
I can't necessarily grasp it because oh my you god, have, same. You have <laughs> the option to turn your phone off, turn your computer off, or just delete the app. You don't have to engage when in that kind of negativity. It's like uh, people. Pe- I've seen. I've seen a lot of vile things that people have said about me, and I'm just like, I don't need to read this. Like, I don't need to see what they say about me like this because it's nothing productive. So I ignore it. I've gone to the. I've gotten to the point where I've told people, I'm like, you don't need to send me what this person is saying about me. Like, I don't. I don't need to hear that. You know, I don't need yeah. to see it. I don't need to read it. It it Ignorance does nothing for me. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like when I see these games journals, just and I'm I am sure that some of them, especially any women, anyone who is part of the LGBT spectrum, anyone who's a person of color, I am sure they're receiving some nasty stuff that mm-hmm. involves that as well. That being said, I feel like the majority of it is just criticism about the fact that they're trash and their opinion <laughs> is garbage, and it's like they, they can't handle it and they freak out and then they act in a way that's unbecoming but it's perfectly fine for them and the people in their space to behave like children and to react in such a vile way to the rest of us and they get pat on the back for it like the other games journals feel compelled to to defend one another i'm like don't defend them they don't need to be defended what they said was awful and they're being rightfully criticized for it it's like that Dia chick, why in the world are you bringing up politics in a game that has nothing to do about it? No one wants right. to see it. No one wants to hear it. Stop stop doing stuff like this. I understand that you didn't actually want to work in games journalism. Maybe you wanted a job in like a political sphere or something. Yeah. And you, you couldn't cut it. Yeah. So you're, mm. you're stuck over here. But no one actually reads these reviews to read about any sort of social issues unless the social issues are deliberately ingrained in the game and there haven't been a lot of games like that recently yeah that was definitely a reach and then she went you know on a meltdown when people actually she was like disagreed i quit (laughs) that that was (laughs) and then preemptively blocked the rest of us because we were blocked even though we never talked to her that that was wild that was wild melodic what do you you think about all this stuff going on about not having to re uh to finish games to review them and things like that like what's up with these journals yeah, honestly, if you're writing a review, you're obviously you're going to read that book, you're going to listen to that album, you're going to watch that movie, you're going to play that game. Your job as a journalist is to review the content, give your opinion, and whether or not you're trying to recommend a product. You can give an impressions, you can give like a review in progress. There's nothing wrong with having an opinion on something as long as you're straight up honest like, "Hey, I'm not done with Returnal yet, for example." But here's my opinion and here's my first impressions. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. as I was saying earlier, I've not beaten the game, so I can't have a full review of the game or have a finalized thought of the game when I have not beaten it myself. So I just gave my impressions of that product. And honestly, I find it rather disgusting as somebody who recently just graduated college, got their degree, who's trying to find a full-time job in this weird job market that I'm in. And then you have all these journalists that are online complaining about, we don't have time to do our job that we're getting paid for. I understand personal life is going to happen. Everybody is going through something. The last year was rough on everybody, Mm -hmm. but your job is to review a game. You know, you don't have to be exactly the best at it, but you got to be able to 
finish the entire thing to give, you know, your final thought on it. That's your job. You know, some, I work basically a blue collar job and it does, it, I agree with Colin Moriarty. I'd listened to the clip while we were, uh, you know, in silent and whatnot. <laughs> And, you know, you really learn work ethic from those type of people. You really have good connections. It keeps you disciplined. So when you go into a white collar job like this, you you are mature enough to know the expectations of you being able to get your job done. So to me, like I said, the, I don't want to ramble on with this, but I find it disgusting that these journalists can go on, complain all day long about them doing their job just saying whatever, being toxic, blocking people for no reason. When any of us that has worked a blue collar job in the past, we'd be getting fired for that, hmm. you know? Yeah. So I actually, yeah, like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. It's, it's pure insanity. Like, I don't get it. Me personally, yeah. like who I am when I'm working is very different compared to how I act on my account. Yeah, you're you more calm. Say it ain't so, Luca. Like, you know, I am um, <laughs> I'm very mindful of <laughs> things coming out of my mouth when I'm at work, okay? Yeah, so it's just As you should. It's <laughs> it's completely baffling to me that these accounts are tied to their work accounts and their employers can see what they're saying and they're just on social media saying like some really crazy stuff and I don't get it. You know, I'm like I don't I don't understand what you could be thinking. You know, and once again, bring up Dia Lucina. She like cursed out Neil Druckmann mm -hmm. and Jim Ryan That's for like crazy. no reason. That's and insane. I'm listen. I'm all about you know, f corporations, f people who work at the top for sure, absolutely. But it's like I would never say something like that to anyone if it was my job. Like I wouldn't be behaving the way these people behave on social media if I was like in this industry, which I never want to be. I, like, I don't want to work in this industry. It seems awful and I don't like these people. Yeah, um, where I work, without saying too much, we've actually had meetings about this and like it's in our like rule book pretty much. Like you cannot be on social media going wild. <laughs> like You just can't be doing that because yeah. it reflects on, you know, your your career and stuff. So it's it's a trip yeah they that is true luca they do kind of get away with this stuff and they act like immature you know individuals but then when we disagree with them over a gaming topic or something like that we are the bad guys we're blocked and we're toxic kind of thing so it's 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 a trip um Char, i know you're kind of mm. following this right i mean how are you feeling about this stuff what do you feel about um not having to beat a game and to review it and just all the journalist things going on well, we kind of, not we, I guess, but the industry kind of dug its own grave on that with the, the like, need to be first kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. I think we kind of touched on this last time, but, like, the need to be first kind of outweighs the 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 quality of the review rather than, you know, mm -hmm. the, you know, it's, it's quantity over quality in yeah. reviews, yeah. unfortunately. And so we don't, we don't get to see the really good reviews because they come later because everybody wants to be first. So the yeah. first impressions, reviews, reviews, which are actually just first impressions, are always the ones that like get f like put out first because they just want to be first. And it's like, I don't, I'd rather read somebody, maybe, I, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't really read reviews anymore, but like sometimes it depends. If I'm curious about actually what the person has to say about a game I already like, I'll read a review. Lots of the time when people put out really good reviews, like... 
and they've like beaten the game like we're talking about they might have spoilers oh, in the review which is like what i want to avoid usually when i'm like wanting to play a game so in that case first impressions are better but reviews masquerading as first impressions are just like fucking backwards and bad um and it's something that is just been a problem in the industry over time um it's just become more prevalent unfortunately for all of us <laughs> um and yeah and then like all of the like other stuff that comes along with it like being uh being uh put giving some giving a good game a bad review because like you know either they didn't finish it or because of what this blah 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 and everybody comes after them it's like it just it 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 cultivates a conversation but it's the wrong conversation and that's all they want is they want to have a conversation or not conversation, but you know what I mean? Like they want the clicks and they want like the, the, uh, what's the word? I'm forgetting English. Oh my God. Clout? The controversy. Oh, the, the clout <laughs> or the controversy, either one really. Yeah. It's like, they just want that to happen rather than actually like caring about the craft of that is journalism in. It's just, it's, it's, I don't it's know. It's facts though. It's complete facts. It's, it's fucked up. It's as fucked somebody up. who uh, took a magazine and feature uh, writing class in college all we did in that class was write reviews we would have different you know things like write a review in 250 words or less or 750 words or less to me like and i'm not saying i'm the best at it but i have gotten a lot of compliments from the professors on how i wrote reviews for that class and really to me my formula for good reviews is tell me about the product in a very like a paragraph or two you know, maybe give some background info if you're into giving background info, like if you're listening to a band or whatever, and just, you know, really get in depth to try to describe what's what the experience is like and then give your verdict. And like we've been saying, you cannot give a review on something that you have not experienced 100%. I'm not going to give it an album review if I did not listen to all the tracks of it, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Because I want to ask you guys. I think. Or, oh, sorry. I was just to uh, say. Uh, no, go ahead, sure. Because I got a question, a follow-up question. Um, okay. Uh, well, I was just gonna say. Well, um, everybody like comparing it to like any other kind of reviews. It's like gaming is very different. Like, if you don't, everybody's like, oh, but what if you didn't finish the book, or if you didn't finish the movie? Finishing a book and finishing a movie are something that everybody can do, and I mean like everybody. Like, if you can read, you can finish a book. If you can sit down for like two hours, you can watch a movie right like gaming is a very like it's not i don't want to say it's hard because obviously they're hard games there's not I mean, hard it's games time consuming blah. but it's time it is time consuming especially if you don't have the skill level of like you know or if 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 erica told me to review Dar demon souls that shit's not coming out you know that <laughs> review's not coming out either ever or like 2025 um yeah look forward to that um Plus that game so, shark. <laughs> yeah but if but like you know there's something to be said with like skill level in like the genre that you're comfortable playing as a game journalist and unfortunately i think most of them don't get to choose like you know what i mean like yeah. they just get it pushed yeah. on them and it's just like play this game and review it and it's like that's not that's not how it should be but unfortunately that is how it is right now because as we saw with like dia or whatever she's like she said something about like not having enough time or whatever i'm like well if you didn't have time what the fuck are they doing behind the scenes because like you yeah. should give it to somebody who yeah, has it time. might be the publish or the uh the site the review outlet yeah the site yeah it's right so yeah i don't know there's a whole bunch of factors that obviously we can't really see or whatever but it's it is an, a unique 
kind of media where it does take more time than movies or books or what ha or music yeah. or what have you. Yeah, there's it's, that aspect. It's a lot uh, more interactive as well, you know. Yeah. And yeah. It's just it's such a different experience compared to consuming any other sort of media. Like if I were to do reviews, I wouldn't want to do game reviews. I mean, there's mm. plenty of games that I'm like mm. really really into. But I wouldn't want to do games reviewing as like a full time job. I'd be more interested in like a movies or TV shows, probably TV shows, because, uh, you know, that's something that you can digest and actually pay attention to. With games, you have to be really hyper fixated and focused on everything so you don't so you don't die. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but listen, I don't have any empathy for games journalists being overworked like i don't care dude you play video games for a, for a living. living like that's yeah. like pure insanity in my opinion like that is a great job for people who are working I mean... stuff like i don't know pushing carts at a grocery store or something you know what i mean yeah. like i like, i just personally wouldn't want to do it but this is their choice it's like colin was saying you made the choice to get into games journalism and now you want us to respect you and feel bad for you because oh I can't finish a game I have like I don't care I don't want to hear is it. earned not given exactly mm. plus that's, it's like that's the reality for me personally like when it comes to reviewers I only look at reviewers that I actually trust so I like skill ups videos and I like uh, ACG's videos right mm -hmm. I like his reviews but like oh and I used to watch Jim Sterling a lot too but it's been <laughs> it's been quite some time uh, but yeah it's like. I don't really look at uh, media outlets reviews or I don't really take stock of Metacritic because games journalists also gave Cyberpunk a 90 plus and that game clearly has issues. You know, you, can't, you can't trust Luca, it. Luca, I'm going to add to That's that. Insane. They also gave Death Stranding a 9 or a 10 out of 10 when they called the game boring and frustrating. Oh, yeah. I remember exactly. that. Insanity. Pure, like, I just, I personally just have a hard time caring about their feelings about playing like it's video games dude like come on yeah no i'll add to that say just like games are also super subjective and like whoever is playing it is going to have a different experience with the content other than like somebody else like luca and i can play the same game and we'll have different experiences based on our personal experiences yes. of whatever right and it's like that that is also where it gets a little like hard hard i guess to like review something accurately in gaming because it's like it is based off of your own like mm -hmm. experiences with stuff and how you interact with stuff and like all that. So it's like it is it is really difficult. But yeah, all, everybody complaining about playing games for a living. Fucking shut up. Just in right? general, it's like, <laughs> really? But yeah, no, there's there's factors to it because we're all going to have different experiences. We could play the same game, but we're going to feel different things, interpret different things. I mean, that's kind of with anything. Yeah. But with games, it's even more so because it's like, then your own personal experience comes in as well. Like if I'm reviewing a Metroidvania and I play a bunch of Metroidvanias and Luca, you are as well, but you never do. Like we're gonna have completely different like views on the whole thing. Cause I'm exactly. gonna I'm gonna compare it exactly. to like, well, what I grew up with or what I played before and oh, how does this, you know, is this better than what, you know, is in this game or is this the best I've ever seen? Or is it the worst implementation mm -hmm. I've ever seen? And you, you're just like, oh, well, this is new. Uh, this was cool. <laughs> exactly. Like, and, you know, imagine I mean, me. Different. Imagine me reviewing a sports game. Like, oh man, that would oh, be a disaster. I, I need it though. 
I need it to happen now. That you would be out the universe, and I want you to do it. Yeah, that would be a great series, <laughs> that Luca. Would just, uh, that would be so. Awful. Luca reviews sports games, sports games. She hates. Are they? Yeah. Hate. yeah. Awesome. That would. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be. But like. That'd be that, hilarious. That's my point too, because um, so me, me and Slomo have talked a lot about Fire Emblem Three Houses. Now I beat this game four times, right? I need He's, to beat that game. It's absolutely it. amazing. It's a good I game. love it so much. Like so I beat the game four times and Slomo's beat it three times. And it's like based on how like you're it's it's what Shar was saying. It's like based off your own personal experiences, it's how you take in everything. First of all, Edelgard is my wife, and I have nothing but love and respect for her, <laughs> regardless of anything. I think else I'm on her happened. team actually. In that game listen, my wife. Okay, <laughs> nothing but love for her, right? But it's like people. There's a lot of people who who hate Edelgard, and uh, mm. that you know that reflects on how they review a game. And I remember watching a lot of reviews for Fire Emblem, and there were people who were like, "Yeah, I don't like Edelgard," so this uh, affected how I felt about her storyline overall and the the house that she was in overall. I'm just like, okay, okay, Edelgard is my wife, though I forgive her for anything. So, you know, for me, it was just like a different experience overall and th that is an amazing game and if you haven't played it just if you're into rpgs i definitely think you should play it because it's fantastic yeah, yeah good game mm -hmm. yeah i did i did want to ask you guys though since we talked about like well if you don't beat the game things can change right you have the first impressions but sometimes yeah. the game gets better sometimes it gets worse what's some games that you guys can think of that your impressions started one way and then it went completely different i want the chat to answer too so let me know in the chat <laughs> Like either way, it started great and ended horribly, or started horrible and ended good. Like, what's some games you guys can think of? I have a couple, but go ahead, Char. Near Automata. Ooh. So Ooh. what happened? I didn't really like it at the beginning. I was like, meh. I'm still kind of overall. I think that game is like good. I don't put it on a pedestal like a lot of people do. They're like, the best game. <laughs> but um, I don't. I don't usually do that to to games. Um, but. I do have my obviously I have a, like a top three or whatever, but that game didn't make it. But it was really really good. And at the beginning of the game, I was like, "What is this, man? What even <laughs> is this? Like, eh?" And then people were like, "No, you gotta like you gotta like keep playing it." And I was like, "All right, I'll keep playing it. Fuck it." And I don't know if this is spoilers for anybody, but that game has like you know billions of endings, and like to get the full story, you actually have to beat the game three times. Who knows? Um, so like you play through the game, you beat the game, you're like, okay. I that was weird. It was like twenty hour game, huh? Mm -hmm. And then you start up the game again, and it's completely different. And you're like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, mind oh, F. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you're like, and then you play, and then you beat it again. You're like, okay, that was great, great 40, 45 hour game. And then it's like, and then it goes again. You're like, oh shit, <laughs> like, you know, like it's that, it's that kind of a that yeah. kind of a game. Um, and I think that's just because it was like different, and it I hadn't seen a game that had really done that in a while or ever really so i mean yeah that the game ended way stronger than it started i will say that nice nice melodic you got one i have a couple um just recently high rewards edge of calamity which aside from the horrible frame rate and whatnot um going into the game this is basically i thought this was going to be a prequel to breath of the wild kind of like think of it for those who are star wars fans think of like rogue one but in legend of zelda but mm -hmm. as I played through the story, I kind of see what they were trying to do with it. And I'm just like, this game doesn't need to exist. It like, cause it was marketed as being like 
a part of the storyline for Breath of the Wild. And I'm just like, this adds really nothing to it other than getting to know the characters and getting to know certain characters that are, uh, you know, younger before they are either really older or they're gone from the world that's in the uh, but the ending game. setup, though. It adds nothing. It adds nothing. <laughs> it adds nothing to Breath of the Wild. Spoilers for Breath of the Wild. Everybody's supposed to die, and Link is supposed to be basically sleeping for 100 years and wake up and say, oh, shit, I got to go save Hyrule. I've completely forgot what happened. But another one, and this wasn't so much of me playing the game and then you know having a different mindset. It was just I had a very weird opinion about animal crossing before i picked up and played it i'm like who the hell wants to go and plant trees and build <laughs> yeah. houses and pick flowers so Me. i was like okay you know people on twitch they were supporting me i'm gonna reward them and stream the game and then as i learned while playing the game i understood the concept i'm like oh this is cool i can check on this at this time i can get these certain items i could visit Shars Island, I can visit Keenan's Island, we're all sharing. And to me, that made me appreciate that game a lot more. I, I don't play it as much, but going in and putting time in that game, I understood the appeal of that game. And I learned to appreciate it a lot more, especially for those that are big Animal Crossing fans. Nice. Luca, you got one? Uh, I have several. Well, hold up. My audio's out. Can you hear us? Well, just go ahead, Luca. Okay, so Persona 5 is one. I remember back when that game was announced, I was definitely someone making fun of it. Like, I'm like, who wants to play this? <laughs> and um, then I heard, like, from some people that I trust that they really enjoyed the game. So I was like, all right, bet. So uh, when I was playing through it, I was definitely, like, si especially Kamashita's palace has some very questionable questionable things <laughs> uh and i was just kind of like ah, i don't i don't know about this <laughs> and um eventually you know i'm a huge persona 5 fan so eventually i got into it and like especially with all the twists that happened i was just like wow this is actually a, like a fantastic game and it deserves all the praise that it's received you know so that's definitely one that i had a uh, uh skeptical feelings of when i started it and then another one it's kind of like a, a different thing entirely but it still sticks with me to this day saints row 2 huh. that game i you know i it, it was my first saints row game and um i didn't it, it's different than from the gta games mm -hmm. in the sense that and you know and grand theft auto games you know you're zooming you're murdering people for funsies and it's whatever <laughs> it's like not even a thing right but it, like uh, the protagonist for Saints Row Two is like genuinely like a sociopath, and there are some things that happen in the game where it's like I, I played as a woman, but like, it's like she did some real some really vile things that happen in the actual story, and it like it it disturbed me. I guess you could say like it it kind of freaked me out a little because it's like oh I'm playing as someone who genuinely is not a good person and it's just different from playing like any other open world games where you're just like you know i'm gonna murder people for funsies it's not even a problem you know it's like this is my player choice but in that game you're playing someone who is like a sociopath and you know uh they really truly toned it down for three and four truly but that was definitely a game where i had like a meh opinion on it when i first started it but like 
I, I like I like the fact that she's not a good person. It uh, it stuck with me. It still sticks with me to this day. And I really love that game. So nice, nice. I think all of you picked games that you didn't like at first, and then they turned amazing. I have yeah, I, I, I have an opposite. <laughs> I'll do the opposite. So Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, oh no. Yeah, which is the second in this the the trilogy, the latest you know new trilogy. Oh, now I want to play it. it. It started good. I mean, it was Tomb Raider. Started good. I love the first one. Started good. Um, but the ending, I just remember being disappointed. The boss, like the final boss, was trash. Um, and it just kind of didn't hit. You know, you you get that finale, that last boss fight, and then you kind of you know see the credits roll and everything. And I just remember being like, oh, what the freak happened? Like I didn't like it um definitely yeah that was that's one of them i think sometimes games just in general like sometimes they could just overstay their welcome as well like you'll start a game the combat and that's why i can't really i can't agree with the whole you know it's okay if you don't beat it you can still review it's like no because sometimes games they drag they overstay their welcome and even if you don't get into the story parts of it it could be the combat as well like the combat and gameplay sometimes doesn't translate well into the last final moments and it in you know what i mean Boy, what's I up i just remembered one where i started off loving it then i just at the end i was like please let it be done assassin's yeah. creed origins oh dragged- <laughs> oh no don't say that i want to play it they drag Listen, it, yeah they, they, they drag it out for so long they give you so many like Oh, this is the end. Just kidding. It's not the end. Yeah. It's like, I gave up on that game. <laughs> like, no, bro, dude, like, the grind. I'm more, I'm more determined to beat it now. Let's go. Listen, it's just like by the time I got to the end, like the actual end, I was just like, I am so done with this. Like, I just don't know what they could have been thinking with this game. Like, it's awful. I hate it. Like, oh, I, and I started off really liking it too. You got to get those time savers. And you know, uh, that's, that's what that, it is. The grinding wasn't an issue for me i it was just like the fact that the story just continued to drag on unnecessarily so yeah plus, that happened to me in a lot of games as well it plus did. i'm not i wasn't a fan of having to play as his wife because i lost all my like good material i'm just like oh i'm just over here zooming yeah as i was like who cares, who cares about her why are we playing as her because yeah it's, it was crazy but like that's yeah. Ironically, that game is what spurred, I think, that whole conversation of like, there's no grind. I think Jason Schreier was like, gamers are so I, entitled. I Remember all that? That was the game. That was a uh, that was a traumatizing experience for me, uh, in the sense that I remember a dealer came on my podcast and like uh-huh. he got into an argument with like all day about the whole grind situation and i was just sitting there listening to them go back and forth because <laughs> dealer was like i didn't grind at all and all days like i was grinding in that game what are you talking about and it was just like an annoying conversation overall i'm just like yeah um i i mean I, i'm just like okay i like i get what you're both saying but it's like not that big of a deal <laughs> like you know what i mean but the conversation was like an hour plus long and i remember a lot of other people having like the same conversation as well and you know that game has left left such a bad impression on all day that he is still bashing assassin's creed to me <laughs> to this day Dang, to this day that's so funny he's traumatized like just you know he's actually the reason the uh, complete side note but he's the reason why i got my ps5 it's because oh. i stayed up till uh 2 a.m with him arguing about assassin's creed valhalla <laughs> and i was able to uh, get in the queue in order to get my ps5 so shout out to him for being stubborn wow. blessed be <laughs> That worked out. Man, that's funny. Assassin's Creed. You, ca- you have to. Dave. You have to essentially thank Assassin's Creed for your PS5. Yes. 
Yes, wow. thank you. Thank you, Assassin's Creed, for irritating all day to the point where he still complains about it. David speaking facts in the chat. Ghost of Tsushima is the best Assassin's Creed game. Shout wow. I mean, you're being listen, not gonna play. I mean, um, Assassin's Ghost of Tsushima, amazing. Ghost of Tsushima is amazing. That had a that, that game had a weird first impression on me too. I was like, what is the what are these graphics? It was looking kind of spooky, and then beautiful. It it just turned so the beautiful. Fields, the fields, the red yeah. and yellows, mm -hmm. loved it. Crazy, but yeah, there's so many. That's like, how Assassin's Creed should be. Look how quick we came up with examples, right? And we're not even done. We have a list, each of us. And people in the chat were putting some re uh, responses, which I saw. I saw Metal Gear uh, 5 in there, I think I saw. What else did I see? Oh, here comes, uh, as soon as you start bashing There's Assassin's Creed, here comes Fonz. Oh, man. That's a bad signal. Shout out to Fonz. But yeah, I seen some, uh, some games. But look how quick, right? So it just tells you that, yeah, it can be very um, much a disservice to review games before beating them because you don't, it, you don't really um, give that final opinion. It ain't there. <laughs> you don't know how you're going to feel by the end of it. So or you're giving a false sense of hope and you're yeah. liking a game that turns out to be trash later. Shout right. out to Age of Calamity. I mean, <laughs> games like Cyberpunk, even Returnal. You know, if they didn't finish Returnal didn't catch you know the rest of those bugs to come out and things like that that's just a time thing sometimes those bugs happen after release and whatnot but um when you don't beat the game i mean how see maybe i'm different maybe because i'm more like i guess quote unquote hardcore i care about combat i care about it not overstaying its welcome and how satisfying it is and the boss fights and maybe just the casuals don't care about that and there is an argument for that like they don't care about that stuff so the reviewer doesn't need to talk about that stuff but I like to know, like, man, how does it feel to beat this game? How do, how is the because if it's a challenging game, that is the focus, and I feel like that needs to be addressed and like explored. And if you don't beat the game, you don't do anything for me, you know. So that's just my opinion on it. Uh, we do have a hey. super chat. Tunde says, uh, "Thank you so much." Says I would really recommend watching Liana Rupert. Uh, latest video on game journalists. She goes in on how cocky some of her peers have become. Mm, I'm gonna have to see that. Interesting, because Liana has said some spooky stuff herself in the past, uh -oh. so it's interesting to see uh -oh. that she has that viewpoint. Interesting. I'll have to check into that. Uh, any other thoughts on this? I got no, one. <laughs> I think we killed the topic. I think yeah. we killed it, yeah, for no. sure. Uh, we are about at our end time for like when we, we do these shows, so... We did have Halo as a topic. Um, we could just, I don't know, do you want to quickly go through that? Because Melodic, I know you're a Halo fan. The pressure mm -hmm. for this Halo Infinite, you know? You know I'm a Gears head. I'm not really into, into Halo like that. But I, of course, yeah. know the pressure is high on how good this game has to be. There's been talks of crunch and things like that. 343 kind of going through it and all the usual, you know, no, nothing surprising really. But I'm just curious, what do you think? With E3 coming up soon, um, how badly does Halo need to hit it out the park? I'm of two different mindsets when it comes to Halo Infinite right now. Um, whenever I was listening to Crossfire the other day, shout out to Hustle, you know, Halo is Xbox's Mario. Mm -hmm. So there is a huge expectation coming out the gate. Microsoft has a new console. Halo is supposed to be there at launch. We saw the reveal. 
and the gameplay itself it looks fine but visually when you look at the game it's very half-baked you know like especially when you look at like halo 4 halo 5 you know there's not a whole lot of detail that you see in halo infinite which i'm cool if they're trying to go back to the original bungie art style but still when you have a brand new console that's supposed to eat monsters for breakfast there's you gotta you gotta deliver on hold that. on wasn't that the one x uh <laughs> probably hold on, let me go ahead and get my bot on that was the one x sir please don't equate the two thanks i don't do console wars so i don't mm, okay. i don't, thank, really thank you. I'm you know. I don't care thank you luca i'm just okay. clearing it up the series x that has 12 teraflops of flat power and halo infinite looks like this mm. it's like it's so i get where people are coming from it was right on 343 to delay the game for me going into halo i like this i like the campaigns of halo but where i think they need to put their focus on is multiplayer i know halo 5's campaign was horrible i will be the first person to say that it was so bad to where i didn't even want to beat the campaign like because i was just so bored out of my mind compared to the other halo games especially in the bungie trilogy so for me, I'm just kind of holding out for let the multiplayer be good, even though it going free to play, I have my own worries with how multiplayer is going to be because it's free to play. But the campaign, I'm just kind of taking a wait and see approach on it. Now, in terms of this game needing to be a 10 out of 10 as soon as it gets out of the gate, I don't think it needs to be that way. But the problem that Microsoft has been having with some of their recent releases, see if these, for example, is they're making these games for Game Pass. They're coming out. They don't have all their features available. There's not a whole lot to do in these games. Some games like Grounded are coming in with game preview. So what are what's going to happen with Halo? Because there's words that Halo is supposed to be like a like a 10 year game or something like that. They're just going to keep expanding the story. What are we going to get at launch for Halo? And if we've seen time and time again, like crunch can be a good thing. You see. Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2, The Last of Us Part 2, those games come out, they're critically acclaimed. So, you know, I don't know. I part of me wants to go with the mindset if they're crunching for Halo, it might come out decently. And in the past with the other Halo games, like two and three, they've had to meet harsh deadlines to get those games out, and they still come out well. But the problem is is Microsoft's direction when it comes to uh, making games for Game Pass. Because mm -hmm. I feel like Game Pass is kind of dropping the value on their own own exclusives compared to Sony and Nintendo. Mm. Yeah, that's a whole conversation right there. But yeah, I didn't want to yeah. like drag it on. I've just no, no, you're kind of like my impressions of it. <laughs> no, you're good because I know you get down with Halo. You're you're a Halo fan, so I w I was curious yeah. about what you thought. And you know, um, I'm the Gears head, and I if I always relate it to well, if this was Gears, and it kind of is because Gears Six. I'm gonna have questions. I'm gonna be a little scared. Um, mm -hmm. I would, I would feel the same way. But Halo, I think, has that added pressure because Halo is Xbox. I mean, that's yeah. People want it to go back to being great so badly, you know. So playing Halo Two split screen made me interested in Xbox to the point where 2009 got my 360 with Halo Three ODST and Left 4 Dead. You know, mm -hmm. so like I said, for me, if the multiplayer is good that's enough for me personally but i know some more of the hardcore halo fans like i like the campaigns but there are fans out there that read the lore they read the books they consume the media and maybe they want a better story than what was delivered in halo 5 so 
I'm I'm only like one side of the coin. If the multiplayer is good, it's enough for me, but I have to look at it as a whole, you know? Yeah, of course, to be fair. And for those yeah. who do care, like you said, there's, yeah, they care about the story and stuff. And um, our biggest Xbox fan here, Char. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> they sell a lot of units in Japan, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like Shoot. on par with the PlayStation. So hard to get, Japan. right? You've oh been trying for like 10 weeks man, or something like that? I can't get that shit, man. <laughs> Damn. Oh, that's cute. Dude. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> and then uh, our... No, I, I, don't, I don't care. Yeah, sure. Really don't care. I just you know throw it in there. And Luca, you talked about it earlier on Scumcast. I, I heard you guys talking about it. You're probably kind of like, eh, whatever. Okay, at this so point. The but I if you have anything to say, yeah. let's go. Yeah, uh, you're so, the bot, remember? So what's up? Yeah, first of all, Halo is boring, so it's the first thing I want to <laughs> oh, say. Oh man, I much prefer, oh, I, I prefer to each their own. Hey, I, prefer gears, I, pre so. I, I like that. Okay. Uh, me personally, listen, I don't think this game needs to be like the next coming of christ like some people are acting exactly I, i've seen people say that it needs to be like a 90 plus all this extra stuff first of all like i listen given xbox's reputation you know i just <laughs> expect the worst honestly speaking uh you know and i think i do think it's unfortunate because this will be the first game that's going to be coming out that's supposedly supposed to show off the power of the series x I don't necessarily believe that because this game has to run on the Xbox One. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure how this game is going to end up looking graphically uh, in regards to that. And then also in regards to the gameplay as well, it's still going to have to be able to run in that hardware too. I think that people just want, I, 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 okay, I personally, I think the story has to be good. I think the multiplayer has to be good. And as long as they're both like good for fans of the series, then it should be fine. Like, I'm not expecting, something insane but this game cannot be bad like this ca this cannot yeah. be a mediocre halo game because this it has is like, to at least be a 7.5 like it's it's the first game that supposedly like i said is supposed to show off the power of the series x it's supposed to launch with the series x so it's like it has a lot of people riding on it plus it's like uh, you were saying melodic uh, halo is a staple of the xbox uh ecosystem it has to be good, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, I, I we talked about this on my show, and uh, shout out to Everborn. He was like, you know, it doesn't actually, it, it just has to be good, but it's like not going to define the rest of the generation or anything like that. Yeah. You know, there's other titles in the works, and I'm like, no, I understand that. But it's like, at the same time, this is the first game, and this is Halo. Like, just because they have Bethesda now doesn't mean Halo can just fall to the wayside and it's okay. Like, that's that's not how things work. Just because they have these extra studios under their belt doesn't mean that their main franchises, which is Halo, Gears, and Forza, Halo, Halo Gears, and Forza, Gears, and Forza, you know, hey. that doesn't mean that those games can just be bad now just because they have these extra titles under their belt. Like, that's just not how this works. So, like, I, I'm hoping it's good for the people who love the franchise. I don't care. But, like, I also hope it's good because the last thing I want to hear... Is the nonsense that's going to happen on Twitter. I'm not trying to hear it. I'm not trying to see it's, it. I don't want to deal with it. Console wars on the front line. It's going to yeah, be a disaster. Um, plus, uh, that being said, Grounded and Sea of Thieves, listen, not my bag, baby. <laughs> but those no. games are doing well um, in the space. Grounded as well? It's, 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 it kicked off? I, yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Grounded, too. I know for but sure. Sea of Thieves has grown a lot. Like, I, I know, I know Sea of Thieves did, yeah. Sea of Thieves is zooming. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, me personally, it just couldn't be me. I played that game for 33 minutes. I was like, get out, 
Get, get the pillow on 33, you had it down to the minute. I, yeah, you gotta playing, have a crew um, for that game, too. That's when was, you know I, it was bad. That's when I, you know. I was playing with uh, dealers, like, yo, just play the game with me. I'm like, sure. Colt comes in the party. He's like, hey, so let me know when you guys are done. I'm like, here you go, boo. <laughs> Goodbye. Like, bye. Good. Not for me. Not for me. Like I said, I know the game is doing well now. And congratulations. Love it for them. Love this for them. But, like, you know, it also doesn't change the fact that when the game launched, it didn't have any, like, content. And it really just added to this idea that Xbox just puts out mediocre titles. And that's yeah. how the entirety of last gen was. Like, even Gears 5, people just, I mean, I know people like the game, but I, I haven't seen anyone say, this is amazing. I absolutely love it. Fantastic. I just hear, yeah, it was good. Gears yeah. 5 pissed Solid. me off one good. day. Playing in a private match, I had no weapon. Everybody kept oh, killing me. Yeah, that was funny. Shout out to the troubleshooters. <laughs> yeah, first impressions are everything, and that's why I kind of don't like their, you know, let's put it in Game Pass and we'll, we'll play it as a games as a service. I'm, I want the game to be mostly complete when it comes out. I don't want to have to wait months and months and months on end to enjoy a game. Right. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. You know. I, I have a lot of homies and friends who really love Halo, and so I hope, you know, it's good. It's a solid game. I'm with you, Luca. I, I think it just needs to be solid. Yeah, yeah, I never want a game to be bad. I don't. I never want a game to perform uh, poorly, unless, like, the developers were super, super shady. And yeah, yeah, if they let did it, something. Let it fall. Mm -hmm. Let it fall, you know? <laughs> if they did something like scummy the, or something, yeah. The cultural relevance that Halo has had since, ha like, when Halo 3 came out, that was an event. That's never coming back again. So for us saying that Halo needs to be a 10 out of 10, it's kind of unrealistic to have those expectations, but does it need to be good? Yes, but not like a 10 out of 10. It doesn't have to be that. The best thing to do is just take a wait and see approach. Yeah, unrealistic. Spend that that's, dollar. That's the best way to put it. I mean, I feel the same way about Gears. It's like when Gears 3 came out, I mean, they sold 3 million in a week. You know, it was, it was a, an event. But now it's like, yeah, I mean, it ain't there no more. But all we could ask for is like a solid Gears experience, something great. So, yeah, that's basically what I feel about Halo as well. Uh, that's pretty much our show, you guys. I thought it was an awesome show. Um, thank you to the chat, everybody who came through live. We did get all the Super Chats right. Yeah, I think we did. We're good on that. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Char, for hanging in there. I know you're tired. Meh. I know you're sleepy. I want to go play video games. <laughs> well, uh, are we all? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, melodic, where can everyone find you? And thank you for being here. Uh, let people know what's up. Thank you for inviting me late last night. Um, I didn't mm -hmm. expect to be on here that soon. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Erica and Char, for having me on. Luca, it's good to be on a podcast with you. Uh, you have a very entertaining show, by the way. I love your energy in your uh, oh, thank you. content and whatnot wow. you should you should do more uh youtube videos because you came in saying this is your first time being on a podcast oh right yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I appreciate that input i will definitely take it into consideration as i continue uh considering my career on youtube <laughs> <laughs> but you can uh you can find me on youtube and twitter at the melodic punk you can find me on twitch at just melodic punk and with being in this community, it's been such a great time, especially during last year. Um, I got to do a collaboration with an artist by the name of Ant House Beats. Shout out to Hustle for bringing me in contact with this person. In the chat, I'm going to send you my collaboration track. It's called Apex Predator. It's inspired by Apex 
legends i play guitar on that track and follow me on twitter for my own music project updates as well as for when i'm going to be streaming i should be live tonight on twitch at 11 p.m est and thank you again for having me on nice nice be sure and well i'll ask you after give me that link and i'll put it in the description you guys i've heard it it's good it's really good and you could definitely hear that apex like uh inspiration in there it's awesome luca I'm so yes. happy we got to jumpstart your YouTube career tonight. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. <laughs> so, uh, a celebrity uh, in the making. What, what a uh, yeah. very welcoming environment for my first show. I oh, appreciate good, it. Good, good. I'm glad you felt felt good here. Let everyone yeah. know uh, where they can find you and all that good stuff. All right, you guys can find me on Twitter at the Ash and Luca. My DMs are open, so if you want to have a conversation, I'm definitely open for that. That's actually the easiest way to get a hold of me. I don't. Like, dude, I, I'm rarely on my Xbox at this point, uh, unless I'm playing some Destiny. But uh, yeah, you can find me on Xbox Live at The Ash and Luca. You can find me on PlayStation at Lucy Quinn. And uh, I also have a YouTube channel, and I have a podcast called Scumcast. It's every Saturday at 3 p.m. Central Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, where we talk about a variety of topics. We focus the first half of the show on gaming, and then typically we'll have a we'll either talk about music or movies or life events and we will go into discussions about that it's a lot of fun and uh you know thanks so much for having me i really do appreciate it awesome awesome yeah uh Char, i see you putting the links to our patreon it's not even a link i failed it's, terribly it's, it's, it's a half a link you know it's but half a, here have some actual links but to remind everybody, yeah, we do have a Patreon going up. I still, I totally forgot. I got to put up the last time's uh, after show. I got to put that up there. We do after shows. Um, I throw those up on Patreon. We have uh, Char do, she does, or they do mini reviews. Uh, actual reviews. Guys, actual reviews where I half-ass the game. I've actually beat these games, okay? You yes. beat these games. We can I confirm. Char does beat them, okay? And then we also I do... do we also do like extra content. There's a, a interview style video up on there right now, two parter, where it's me talking to Char about uh, pronouns and they and them and asking questions and all yeah. that stuff is, is really really enlightening and, and awesome. So we do content uh, on the side as well. So if you want to check out our Patreon, links are in the chat and they'll be in the description as well. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and of course YouTube, where you can catch us here live every other weekend. We just did uh, two Saturdays in a row because next Saturday I'm not going to be here. Um, so we'll be back in two weeks. We're bi-weekly, just to remind you guys. Um, and Shar, you still need to do your outro, but I just wanted to go ahead and throw that all that stuff in there. Yep. Yeah. No, it's good. Uh, yeah, no, you can find me, uh, mostly on Twitch at Adrin underscore San, which might be changing in the future. Mm, mm. Interesting. We're trying things out here. Well, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, Adrin underscore San, uh, on there, and then all my links are below there. Um, and yeah, go play your games. Don't shit talk to other people. Be nice to each other. Anything Treat others the way you want to be treated. Huh? Golden rule. Oh, good yeah, old, yeah. always a good one. Uh, and yeah, I'm at 19 beaten games this year. That's it. I'm out. You just you just had I to did. add that in there. My gosh. <laughs> Before we go, let's just prove a point here. 
Shar has 19 <laughs> games beat this year. Melodic, what's your count? Eight games. Ooh, Most of them being that's not bad. Melodic is showing up because like, are you even are you inspired by me somehow? Like, uh -oh. like I need to beat these games. Part of it, yes, you know, because cool. just looking at all the Steam games and PlayStation games and Switch games I have, that's I'm like, hmm, I put yeah. a lot of money into this. I should probably, you know, get my money's worth out of it. But yeah, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are doing rumors and speculations, making daily videos, trying to get the algorithm. I'm just trying to play games. Exactly. Hey, okay. So okay. So shots Such a fired. Rare <laughs> I love that. Wow, shots fired. So I like it. The shade. Uh, Luca, what's your count? One. Mm. Nice. Okay. Yeah, girl. Girl, I don't. I play. <laughs> I play very select games. No, I know. That's I fair. Know this. That's fair. I think I'm still at four. Am I at four or five? I think I'm at I five. Remember. Yeah, I beat. I beat Narita Boy. So I'm Narita at five. Boy. I need Not to get back eat to the boy. Game. Oh, that's good. That's another one that started my first impressions is like, get this game, guys, get it. And I still think people should play it. But as I played it, it's like, you know, it's kind of, it's all right. It's good. It's not amazing. It's, it's good. good. Yeah. So things change, yeah. you know? Um, but mm, it's still good anyway. nonetheless. But yeah, that's our counts, in case people were wondering. Char is running away with it, all right? It ain't even a competition. So mm, stop. Good for them. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I need. I have no chance, Luca. I am out of the race. I have I no chance. I don't play. I don't play multiplayer games like some people, right? So that's why I have. No, I, I, I be chilling in that Destiny Two PvP. There you go. See, that's what uh, I'm I just saying. Have one I respect game. that. I respect that hardcore because I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. So uh, thanks everybody for listening. I'm Erica, aka Ericuts for the win, and uh, we're out of here. Have a great week. We'll see you in two. Peace. Bye. 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 Bye.